In this devotional, I'd like to share with you three thoughts from Psalm 135, verses 13 through 18, where I'll ask the question, how is the Lord greater than idols? Psalm 135, verses 13 through 18 says, Your name, O Lord, endures forever. Your renown, O Lord, throughout all ages. For the Lord will vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants. The idols of the nations are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths but do not speak. They have eyes but do not see. They have ears but do not hear. Nor is there any breath in their mouths. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. The human heart is a factory for idols. That's a quote from John Calvin, and essentially what it means is that we are constantly creating things to worship that are not the Lord. We constantly do this. All people do this. It isn't as if every single person is going to have some sort of household god that they set up in the corner and they bow down to, and that just isn't what's going on here. But there is something that we all do that is the creation of the idol. We all have that which is ultimate in our lives. And it's that thing that is ultimate in your life that you ultimately are serving as the Lord. And what the psalmist is trying to put in front of us is this idea that the Lord, the God who created all of creation, the God who revealed himself to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God who has made himself known through the law and the prophets, this God is greater than any idol that we might create or that anybody else might create. And here in Psalm 135, verses 13 through 18, we'll see how the Lord is greater than idols. Thought number one, his name endures. The Lord is greater than idols because he endures forever. All the little things that we might think are ultimate in this life, besides God himself, are really only ultimate to us. They don't have any being or any sense of greatness beyond what we are placing upon them. But the Lord, his name endures forever. So even though I might say that something is ultimate to me, once I'm dead and gone, that's no longer the ultimate thing because I'm not ascribing to it ultimacy. But the Lord is beyond people saying that he is Lord. His name endures forever because he has stated it. His name endures forever because his very existence is fundamentally different from ours. He is an uncreated, necessary being where everything else within the whole universe is simply a created thing contingent ultimately upon God for its being. The Lord's name endures forever, and this is why he's greater than any idols of our imagination. Thought number two, created things. Idols ultimately are created things. They're created, and they're created by us. We make them up. The psalmist says that it's an idol. It's crafted out of wood and silver and gold. And sure, it might have some artistic value to it. It might be beautiful. It's made out of valuable materials, but it's still a created thing. So it can't be greater than the one who made it. It's still something that was made by someone. And you might say, oh, well, this is a collaborative work. We can put several different artists in it. So it's whole is greater than the sum of its parts. You might say something like that. But there's still a limitation there because it's not becoming that which is ultimate in the world. It's just that people are saying that it's ultimate in the world. You see, an idol 
is never going to be a living thing. It's never going to have life as one of its fundamental characteristics. It can't be because it was made and it was made by human hands. So because it's a created thing, we know that the Lord who is uncreated, who exists forever by virtue of his own nature is greater than they. Thought number three, corrupt creators. And this is something that goes along with the idea that idols are created things. The ones who make the idol, they are themselves corrupt. We know that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Even if you don't know that from the text of Scripture, you know that you haven't lived up to your own standards for what is good and right in the world. We all have this sense of knowing that we have fallen short. It's intrinsic in our nature. We know it through and through. And yet, we say that the things that we make are the ultimate thing, or the thing of most value, or the thing requiring the greatest level of attention. But we all know deep down that that just isn't true. It doesn't matter what sort of idol we make. The fact that we have made it, the fact that it is a creation of a corrupt creator, means that it cannot be greater than the one who has made it. And this is the great problem with idols. This is the great problem with ascribing ultimacy to anything other than the uncreated God. Everything else is a product of our own corruption and tainted by our own wickedness. The only thing that's truly worthy of worship, the only thing that's truly worthy of honor or ultimacy is the Lord himself. And this is why he is greater than all idols. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Psalms 134 through 136. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.